A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Music at a rational volume. Hey everybody, welcome to the second official podcast of the Music at a Reasonable, or oh, sorry, Rational Volume. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that a lot. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, we don't like the name either, but you know, you get stuck with what you get stuck with. Yeah, pretty much. Whatever's uh, <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> uh, in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the best albums of 2020 in a year that otherwise has sucked. Uh, at least there were some good tunes. There was some good tunes. I think with mine, um, it's probably not the best albums from any of these artists, but uh, still worth mentioning. So, and they're good. Yeah. I think because uh, as we uh, as we know, there's been a lot of music produced this year, uh, but because of COVID conflicts with touring and other issues, uh, a lot of those bands have decided not to release their music this year. Uh, so we've kind of gotten a lackluster, half-hearted uh, list of things being released this year. Um, so, you know, these artists are uh, the ones that we like. Um, but, yeah, kind of, you know, good, solid, but not great releases from them. Yeah, and I mean, you're not going to be able to tour behind these records, so, um, and they're not getting played on the radio, obviously, at least the ones we're talking about, and so promotion would be really tough for them, and a lot of them are, I mean, some of these smaller bands, they will sell their CDs at their shows, and they're not going to be able to do that this year, and good part of next year, so uh, I give them credit for putting them out, just so we have something. Um, there were a few that were kind of pre lockdown, um, entries, but, uh, I think most of these are kind of summary. Yeah. And they may have a, they might've had a date set where it's like, well, we already locked in the date. It's coming out. So I don't know how that goes with the record companies or what have you. I know a lot of the ones I'm looking at are smaller labels, but you know, they got to make money too. So. Anyway, glad the ones came out that did because they're definitely worth listening to, especially if it's a band that you maybe haven't heard of or don't know much about. Worth checking out. Exactly. So, yep. No, I totally agree. All right. Should we get to the uh, lists? You've got, let's see, eight total? Yeah, eight total. One's kind of a cheat, a record store day one, but ah. it's it's not on... Um, it's not on CD or digital, but I stuck it in there just because I wanted to mention it. But okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about we'll records that when we get there. another show. But uh, I just yeah, we've got a whole theme plan for that one. You want me to go first, or you want to go with? Uh, one of well, yours? let's let's just do a little bit about your criteria. What are you what are you kind of looking for in an album in terms of uh, quality? Some of these I put on here just because it's a band that I like, like the Jayhawks. I put that one on here just because I want to promote them any way I can. Um, It's not even close to one that I would call 
um, their best. Um, so a favorite record or a favorite. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them are favorite, just uh, favorite bands. So give them some credit with that. As far as how I pick the criteria for my favorite, it's the easiest one to listen to where it wasn't a struggle to go back to. And uh, let me just plow through that again. Let's see if that was actually good. Yeah. Uh, Cause I've been going through CDs. People either give me CDs because they know I like music or, you know, it's, it's, Hey, this is my brother's band. You got to check them out or whatever. So I've got a box of like a hundred of those that I am slowly going through and the ones that make it, they go in my CD collection. And the ones that don't go in the crap box and the crap box has about nine in right now. Just nine. Just nine. There's I'm still, shocked. It's it's hard to get through these because a lot of them are really not stuff that I like. Yeah, I have I have a problem with. Uh, it's not that I don't like it, but I don't like it enough to want to make time for it. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I've got I've got certain amount of time in my life to listen to tunes, and if it's not of a level, I don't I don't need it. <laughs> Like it's fine. Well, what oh. do you do if it, I mean there's ones that I've either bought because I liked one song and ends up like that's the only song I like, or I have ones that there is only one or two songs that I like. And the rest of it's pretty bad, at least you know for my taste for my ears. Yeah, so uh, the, I don't debating, tend to do I keep those or do those go in the crap box. Uh, that's always a question, though. I mean, I don't all I don't I should say anymore. I don't really buy. Um, music unheard. Like it used to oh, be back in the day. Go, no, I'd go to the CD store and be like, "Hey, I like this band. I'm going to buy this record I've never heard." You know, sometimes you get lucky, um, but for the most part, you know, there was always that one or two song, you know, kind of window, and the rest would suck. No, and with um, you know, with Spotify or uh, iTunes or whatever, you can preview. A lot of it, especially yeah. iTunes, they give you like a minute and a half of the song. Now it used to be like 30 seconds. So you can get a yeah. pretty good gauge of, of the whole album and whether it's something you want to, you want to get. And if it is, I will buy it. Yeah. But, for sure. um, well, how many times have you been bitten by the 30 second, like bit of the chorus and then the rest of the song is terrible. Tons, <laughs> a ton of times. Yeah. 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 And that's, uh, I, I think, with music being a little more, I don't know, free isn't the word, but uh, people either get it cheaply or steal it. And so I think with them kind of giving a little bit more of an insight as to what the song's about, I think that's been probably better for most people. No, for sure. I mean, back in the day, um, it was a revelation when you could take your CD up to the little uh, preview thing oh, and scan yeah. it. And actually listen to uh, some of the some of the tracks. Yeah, that was pretty revolutionary at the time. Apparently, record stores had listening booths, you know, with record players in, but none that I ever actually saw or went into had that. It was either uh, buy it yeah, or don't, don't but you had to take a chance a lot, and yeah. you know, you get burned on a lot of that stuff, but not so much anymore. And I'm more into quality than quantity. 
I'm not going to buy every CD from a certain band because I like two or three CDs yeah. from that band. Not for sure. You know, we talked about the old 97s before, um, before this and their last few records, uh, I don't think were great. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say great. This last one, um, 12th, I think is what it is. Right. Um, it, it almost made my list. I mean, it was, it was solid. Um, but certainly not, you know, even fight songs or, you know, one of those records. Yeah. Too far to uh, carry. That, still one of my best. That's, I mean, we'd be on my top yeah, 10. That, the that had some magic to it, you know, it's fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, this one, it was better than, oh, what was the last one? I don't remember. That I am forgetting. Uh, anyway, but yeah, this one's better than kind of where they've been, but still not to where, you know. You're like, oh, they're back. Yeah. So, no, I just can't waste my time with all that. There's only a couple of bands, Jayhawks being one. Well, I will buy anything they put out and give them a chance, um, you know, because I have all their back catalog and there's usually something that I really like. Yeah. But most of these other bands, I just can't afford to do that. There's too much stuff that I like to just buy something because – I'm loyal to this certain band or a certain singer. I can't do that. Yeah. Well, because of the availability, you don't need to, you can preview stuff and right. uh, really make sure you're going to invest <laughs> in, yeah. in, in the access. No, it's definitely an investment because you know, they're not cheap. And if you want to buy two or three or four records, uh, you want to make sure they're good ones that week. Yeah. So for sure. Cool. You want to get to the uh, list of what we thought was best this year? Yeah, I think uh, I think we should do kind of you know bottom to top. Good enough. Kind of leave our leave our twenty twenty picks for the best album uh, to the end. Uh, why don't you uh, hit a couple of years and I'll follow up with some of mine. Okay, the one I put on here last was um, the new record by Felt, which is. Slug and Ant from Atmosphere, and then Murs from Living Legends. They have an album out called For You. It's their fourth record. Um, I don't have a lot of their stuff. I do have some Atmosphere stuff, but uh, I previewed this one. And then when I got it, um, I only got it digitally, but the songs are really good. The lyrical content is intelligent. Uh, Slug's always really honest with his mm -hmm. rhymes, and there's always kind of a Minnesota feel to it. They got a song in there and called you do Freeze love the Minnesota. Tag. Yeah, and so I give them a listen just because that because they're local, like Minneapolis local. But I'm not going to buy everything they they make because yeah. Slug puts out something like every three months. So, I mean, yeah. there's a new Atmosphere record out. I don't remember. I thought the last one just came out. But this one felt for you. Yeah, I thought it was very, very good. Yeah. And I, I don't I listen, listen to a it. lot of hip hop. But yeah, I you did hear it? Yeah. I mean, it's not really my flavor, but right. I appreciated it for what it is. And, you know, any I kind of feel like any exposures, you know, makes me more well-rounded and yeah. um, you know, well, one thing I don't like, even, even though I may not go up, go back to it, but yeah. 
Right. A lot of rap, if you take out, or hip-hop, if you take out the raps, a lot of the music is not very interesting or not fun to listen to. But uh, Certainly nowadays, for sure. Uh, I've got yeah. a co-worker at my day job who she likes to play some of the new hip-hop and rap stuff, and it is just awful. <laughs> like, in terms of the uh, the beats. Yeah, or the it's production. The same or thing or whatever, over and over again. No, that's one of the thing I really liked about this. It's kind of got some 70s groove vibes in it, mm-hmm. and it's been doing this a long time, and it's just really good. I'm like, I think I, I kind of enjoy just listening to the music part of it. So give them a listen, um, the new Felt record for you. What do you got, Nate? Agreed. Uh, oh, my, uh, my list is a little all over the place. Because, <laughs> uh, so is mine. Again, there's, there's not, or there wasn't a, a huge amount of, uh, music I was super excited about this year. Right. Um, the, the last one on my list is Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, uh, their album reunions. It's got a lot of, um, uh, good um what's the word i'm looking for a lot of critical success a lot of websites i looked up um really dug this record um metacritic gave it us their 105th best album of 2020 which i'm not sure that's the case there was a lot of crap in that 105 or 104 i guess huh that's pretty low um, I don't know much about Jason Isbell. I know he played guitar for uh, Drive-By Truckers for a while. Um, I don't know how long he was in that band, but he's done some work with the uh, the High Women and um, some other things. But I like his he's voice a lot. Oh, it's, it's really solid. At, um, yeah, the how thing about that record for me. music, though? What? It, uh, I don't know. Is alt country too broad for him? I would definitely say alt country for sure. It's, it's in that kind of, um, you know, uh, south adjacent Nashville kind of vibe, right? Uh, but that that record is solid, top to bottom. One of the things I look for um, in music in general is: is this artist going to give me? 12 10 or 12 or 14 of their best and um is it going to be high quality all the way through yeah you get a lot of a lot of these records that are crap you know <laughs> their their number eight song is was written by the you know um second string drummer and they're like come on man was that your best how would <laughs> As far as his voice, though, and who do you compare him to? Is there anybody you think he's Ooh. like? I kind of get sort of a Vince Gill vibe. He's kind of got that uh, kind of higher voice, but really it feels a little smoother sweet. than him. Uh, I've heard it's the Rascal Flatts guy who sings through his nose. I know who you're saying, but I, yeah. I don't know his name. Um, I don't know. It kind of feels very unique to me. Like I would be able to pick that voice out. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of on its own. No, he's got a good. Voice. I, yeah, I think you're right. A little bit higher. Voice. Seems to write good songs. 
and um, and there's only ten songs too. There's not fifteen or eighteen or those records yeah, in the nineties with the CDs. They got so long and they're so right. boring. But no, well, like I, I was saying, to I mean, top to bottom, this is a really good album. You know, you get some Ryan Al- Ryan Adams records that are you know fourteen songs just that it came up with in the last six months, and you're like, yeah, and those come out. Maybe you should wait till you've got. <laughs> 28 and then pick the best 14 from that instead of releasing all of them yeah don't make me filter through all of your stuff you know right like put some of that in the vault and save that for your family can release after you're dead but <laughs> don't make me filter through everything to find the good stuff yeah no, or you do a box set i think this is very good yeah no this one's good stuff all the way through uh i guess i'm gonna go next maybe i'll go with a couple because i think i have more than you um, uh, yeah, you do. Okay, my next one is Best Coast, Always Tomorrow. Um, it's a, it's two people in this band. I don't know a lot about them. Um, it's uh, Bethany Cosentino. She sings a song. She kind of has a nasally voice, but I really like it. And uh, she writes the song, and then a, a guy named uh, Bob Bruno is a multi-instrumentalist, keyboards, mm-hmm. guitar, bass. I think he plays some drums. I don't know if he did on this record, okay. but uh, really good, I guess, kind of, I would say sort of power pop, just really good, solid songwriting. Very yeah. easy to listen to. Um, there's not a lot of like standout tracks on this record, but there aren't any bad tracks, I think. So uh, that's kind of what I thought. I mean, um, again, a very listenable record. Yeah. Uh, very, you know, one you can just turn on and, you know, do the dishes or mow right. the lawn or whatever. <laughs> like, exactly. No, but as far as putting in a category, I don't know. Just another one of those that they're never going to play on the radio for some reason, at least not around here. Yeah. No, they, uh, they just put out solid tune after solid tune and, the people who like them will follow them and go see them when they tour. And very good heartfelt really lyrics. Um, again, just a good solid pop record. I like that a lot. Next one on my list was was gonna be my number one for a while, which is the newest one by Rustin Kelly, "Shape and Destroy." Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it more, I think, when I first heard it. It's got thirteen songs starts out really strong ends really strong but the middle i just think there's too many slower songs he's more happy on this one i don't think it's his best record i kind of think his first one that halloween ep is his best record uh steadily kind of gone downhill but it's definitely got some solid stuff radio cloud was i guess the single there's a video for it which is very good But hallelujah anyway, that last song on there, everybody should listen to that. We'll be on a playlist that we're making for this show. Very, very good. Yes, it will, for sure. Now, Rustin Kelly's an interesting dude. We saw him open for, was it Brian Fallon? Brian Fallon, yeah. Yeah, we saw him open for Brian Fallon. And it was, uh, I think you, that's where you first heard of him, right? Yeah, that's where I, I hadn't heard of him at all. In fact, because I don't think they advertised that he was opening, right? It was just he'd show uh, up and yeah, I don't think there I don't think there was an opener listed. 
Yeah, I don't think so. We just went because we're big Brian Fallon fans, and then saw this guy. I'm like, wow, he's actually pretty good. So, no, yeah, after uh, the show, I got to chat with him, and I got his EP. I'm like, oh, he seems like a good dude, and kind of been following him since. I saw him in Minneapolis last year. Went out there to see the Jayhawks and for the uh, the Dying Star tour, which is more of an alt country record. And this one, I think, is more kind of singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. That really feels like his kind of groove, I think. We'll have to see, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess if he has a, another DUI. Or what, what was that? Wasn't that the story you told? Oh, that. We're going to hit rock bottom. Wasn't that? Uh, the song is called A Hole. You guys can look that up. That's a digital only. It's on iTunes. A very good song. It's funny. It is. But yeah. Yeah. This record, he talks a lot about getting sober and he's a lot happier and very optimistic. And just the last record, you know, he had a song called Blackout talking about how he gets through some of the rough times. Well, he's found a different way to do that now. It's interesting because one of the songs on this record is about his his wife at the time, Casey Musgraves, but now when the record came out, they were divorced. So interesting. Maybe his next one will be a lot more I, <laughs> I don't know. Downer Springsteen tunnel of love thing. I don't know. <laughs> I I can't wait. No, but he's good. I will probably always get his records. If he keeps coming up with quality stuff, I don't like this one as much as his his last two. Right. But if you if you're into that type of music, um, it's good. Excellent. Well, I think I'm going to skip my next one. Uh, we'll talk about that one in a bit. Um, the one after that, uh, Green Day, Father of All, Mother, Mother it, uh, yeah. I was surprised you put this one on here. To be honest, it. I mean, I've been a hit and miss Green Day fan. Um, Fair enough. Their their first record I didn't really care for because I was like the one where they um, kind of burst onto the scene. Um, You're talking about but, Dookie, not Kirk yeah, Dookie. Kirk, the yeah, the first one was a big one. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know, the it was just the a single, but I wasn't sure about them. Um, but then they really grew on me. Um, maybe it's. For me, maybe it's a Madonna thing, because the the Madonna everybody loves is the one I don't like, and oh, okay. kind of vice versa. <laughs> so like uh, American Idiot, I didn't love. Like I just didn't. See, that's the one I actually really liked. Didn't vibe with it. I thought that one was fantastic. That's Jesus of Suburbia has like nine songs in one, and they're all really good. I'm like, wow, now this I can really dig, but um. This new one, I was really surprised you put it on. It's a very short record. I think it's under yeah. 30 minutes. It's not long at all. But the thing, I think, I think it hits hard and it goes away. And that's kind of really all I was looking for. I'm like, oh, okay. I was, uh, I didn't think it really sounds like Green Day, though. It sounds to me kind of like some of those early 2000s, uh, that uh, pop punk stuff they were doing with all those bands. Well, they did, they did borrow a lot of um, kind of uh, retro vibes. Like, um, you didn't think Stab You in the Heart was 
<laughs> was oh, Green yeah. Day-ish. That one sounds just like a Green Day song to me. Like Stabby in the Heart? Stabby in the Heart. Uh, I don't think that sounded like Green Day at all. No, it sounded... It like, didn't? No, it sounded like oh. a um, hippie hippie shake, I think. Yeah, uh, they're probably channeling a, some of that, for sure. This doesn't sound like you guys at all. And what was that other song on there that had that? Is it Yeah, Oh Yeah? Or what oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have that kind of yeah, chant like from that. Um, uh, Joan Jett, right? Yeah, I can't remember who originally did it, but yeah, it was Joan Jett. I'm just, oh, was it? Was that the Gary Glitter song? Gary, she Gary Glitter. Covered? That was it. Ah. That was it. <laughs> no, but to me, the whole record kind of had that... Well, less than Jake fallout boy kind of that's era the early 2000s vibe it didn't read that way to me but okay. maybe because I, I like yeah that it's stuff on your you list you and really you don't it, so. but it, if you're a green day fan you'll probably appreciate that it's a little different that all the records aren't the same so that's good but i think that's what i like about them is that every every album it's gonna have kind of you know the bass soup of who they are but they're going to add other things to right to keep each album interesting well there's definitely there's some keyboards on this and some uh studio effect things and some hand clap stuff and it's definitely different i mean if they made dookie every time i wouldn't like any of it right you know I but, would I. yeah interesting band for sure very talented but um yeah, sure. yeah this one definitely was not made for me but not on your list then. Okay. Wouldn't have made my list. No, I <laughs> hadn't even heard of it though. Until you put it on yours. So, so no, I wouldn't have said that at all, but is it my turn now? Uh, yeah, hit it. Um, I'm going to skip the one that came out last year. That's kind of a cheat, but I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Uh, my next one though, didn't they, re- go didn't ahead. they release one this year though, too. Avid brothers. Yeah. Didn't they, they're kind of one of those prolific mm-hmm. ones. Didn't they do one this year too? They do one every three months. So we'll, br- <laughs> we'll bring it up since we brought them up. The Avett brothers um, closer than together came out October of 2019. It's a pretty solid record start to finish. Um, it's going to give you all the stuff that you love about them. The harmonies and the, um, the vocals are good by both Scott and Seth. And it's got all the acoustic stuff, but they've got some, I don't know, some different beats in there. And um, some of them have drums on, some don't. And mm-hmm. I just thought the songwriting was really, really good. Uh, and the political stuff, they walk a thin line where they don't really uh, go left or right. Which I thought was pretty clever. So... We Americans, I think, is a kind of politically tinged one without being um, overtly left or right. I liked it. Yeah, but, that's that's kind of the read I get from them, too. I thought it was good. I've got a few of their records. It's not as good as, like, um, I Am Loving You, I thought was their best record I've heard so far. But uh, it's definitely one I'll go back to. So, I mean, I've pulled it out a number of times. It's just I feel like listening to that one. So even though it was last year, eh, it's close enough. It's, it's grandfathered in for sure. Yeah, it's grandfathered. In. It's, it's a good record. So, yeah, cool. 
What else you got, bro? Uh, why don't you do your next one? Uh, next one I had, let's see. Um, the new one from uh, Kathleen Edwards, and it's been forever since she put a record out. I've, I guess I've been following her since her first record. Failure, I think, is her best record. It was very, very good. This one is fun, though. I did like it. I put it on here more just to talk about her, but I don't think it's her best record. It starts out really good, and... I think her up-tempo ones are are better. Glenn Fern, where she talks yeah. kind of about where she was and how the business kind of drives you crazy. And um, up through the middle of the record is good. And then the the last half, uh, the slower songs, I don't care for as much. But yeah. um, it's very, very interesting. Canadian, very talented. Uh, I like her stuff. Um, she always seems to write, uh, really honest lyrics, even if I don't yeah. understand them, it seems like, uh, <laughs> her truth. So, and again, only 10 songs. So you're not sitting there for an hour and a half trying to get through it if you don't like it, but waiting through them. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't really, I haven't really cared for her, what? um, you know, She's despite Canadian. her Canadianness. You love all things Canadian. I should love her. You should. Uh, I think because um, the ones you've put of hers on your uh, on your mixtapes. Oh, so it's my fault. Um, get it. It, well, I, I'm going to blame you whether it's your fault or not. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I think my take on her is uh, very similar to what your take on the record was. The more upbeat ones, the more hopeful ones. I really like those. Yeah. Uh, but once things slow down, I start to tune out and you know, I, I, I care less about, you know, about those ones. I care less. Yeah. Um, ashes to ashes, especially gets really slow. Um, take it with you when you go the last song. Uh, it's hard to do repeat lessons um, with that stuff. And I don't like putting records on and skipping stuff, but um some songs just really can drag a record down. No, for sure. But I put it on my list because I like her. I'm glad she's back and uh, um, it's worth checking out. Right, cool. So well, I think I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to throw in an honorable mention, uh, one that I revisited this week. Okay. Um, by a band called Delta Ray, um, who. Um, They've made some really great songs uh, that I absolutely love. Um, the record called The Light. Um, is sure that the one that came out this year? Or are you talking about? Is that an older record? Uh, no, this is the one that came out this year. Uh, where's my... I don't know much about this band. Do you know where they're from? or I don't. Do um do, do, do. Where are we at? I didn't know they were still making music. Yeah, they're still. Um, they're kind of a uh, along your uh, lines of uh, Lady Antebellum, uh, that kind of thing. Um, I think it's two girls and a guy whose names I have never known. Um, 
but they they take turns singing. Um, the songs are always really solid, but they do kind of walk into, uh, for me at least, they drift a little too far into country land. Like I like it when they do. Um, you say that you mean and, they they drift it too far into country music or yeah uh, into like the modern uh, country radio territory. Yeah, um, which you like which more is, than I do. I sure. do, um, but you know I don't know how many guys called Chris <laughs> or you know whatever with really low voices singing the same crap, you know, doesn't really appeal to me. Um, but having said that, uh, this one, even though they walk that line, I found really entertaining. I listened to it again this week. Um, while I was dealing with some, when did it come uh, out? Itching issues. Um, it's 2020. Let me see if I can find the release date. Oh, of it. March. Okay. I'm looking at that too. Did, did you find right. it? Good enough. Yeah. Good enough. It was an early release. Um, which is probably why I didn't think of it um, when I came up to it. It's got some good tunes. Um, the, if I'd known I love her, loved her, uh, danced right out of my arms. I really like both of those. Um, but yeah, and I just want to check out if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, honorable mention for my list, um, but just thought I'd throw that out there since oh, they're you, you had more records than I did. Okay, Ian and Eric and Brittany. I won't say the last name. I don't know. Wanches? I don't know. Okay. So two sisters That's and a brother. Good, good for them. That's always right. Two um, different. Because I, you can hear the the different um, voices. They usually harmonize really well together. Oh, they. Um, it there the song that I absolutely love of theirs is "If I Loved You," uh, which they did with uh, Lindsey Buckingham. It's amazing. Um, it, when we eventually get around to doing our, um, breakup songs, whatever we end up doing with that, it's, it's going to be number one or number two on my list. It's amazing. (laughs) It's not going to be number one or two. Come on. Um, yes, it will. (laughs) I have decreed it. I have decreed it to be so. I I don't hate it. I just thought, well, that's all right. But you know, everybody hears things differently. So that's fine. That's all fine and good. Well, go with your next one then, because I think I've only got. Uh, let's see. Now you got uh, you got three more. I just got two okay. more. So my next one. next one I've got then is the Jayhawks XOXO. Um, I've been following these guys a long time. They are from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and very good band. Probably peaked more in the '90s. I think their last great record was probably. Rainy Day Music, which was 2001. Um, This one's okay. This is the most collaborative record I think they've come out with. All four members sing on it. Tim sings the first couple, and um, Karen sings a couple on here. But um, And I really wanted to like the whole thing, but it's been a struggle. So I don't know what to say. Yeah, I didn't really care for it, so... First two I'm, songs. I'm, a, I'm a passive Jayhawks fan anyway. Well, yeah. The first one, This Forgotten Town, I think sounds most like the Jayhawks. And then Dog Down Days is kind of a 
kind of a power poppy kind of thing. The video is oh, really yeah. fun. You should see that and living in a bubble. It's a pandemic song. And then Ruby Karen song really kind of drags. Mm-hmm. And then the middle of the record gets fairly muddy. I like bitter pill and little victories, but, and then there's three bonus tracks, which I can't even tell you what they are. I'm sure I've heard them, but 15 tracks gets to be kind of long. Um, I don't know. I wanted to really love it and I don't, but uh, I did want to mention it just because they got a new record out. So, but it's got some good stuff on it. It's just not, uh, not great all the way through. Yeah, I would agree with that. So clearly my list isn't in any type of order except for the one that I think is the best. So, yeah. but I did want to mention it seems that like you're, you're kind of uh take it or leave it on some of the stuff. Well, yeah, for sure. And I mean, the Jayhawks, I'm going to buy everything they ever put out period. Okay. So, and live there are freaking amazing. I dragged you to that one show. I think you liked it, right? I'd like that show. Yeah. Yeah. They're very good. No, some of their songs like blue is amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's some other singles of theirs I really, really like. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, they're never going to get as good as tomorrow. The green grass They're just not, you know, when Mark left the band and Tim is now the second vocalist, I prefer Mark. Tim's very good. He's a good, solid drummer, but, um, Gary and Mark together were just uh, a magic. Yeah. You're not going to replace. But, it, it does remind but, me a lot of the the Brandon ladies with uh, Steve and Ed. Exactly. You know, you, you lose that that ingredient, that magic um, of those those guys together. Yeah, and speaking yeah, of that, uh, I just bought a, a. I had a beat up copy of Stunt, and I found a new one cheap this week, and I bought it. It was easy to put that on and just coast through that record it's it's really solid rock solid even if you take away the quote-unquote hits it's a very very easy record to listen to and it's just a time in that band's life where everything they do is is magic and the jayhawks have that more in the mid 90s you know some people will say um hollywood town hall is the best which i really like but tomorrow the green grass is just top notch top to bottom and this one's not going to touch it um or even come close but it's new jayhawks record so it's better than nothing better than no better than a lot of the other crap that came out this year so yeah no for sure yeah sifted through some of those lists was rough yeah like who is this band and why are they the 20th best record in 2020 well and going through some of the lists the stuff that didn't come out i'm like that's okay we can wait yeah I'm not going to hold my breath for that one, but what do you got? You got your, uh, your runner up, I guess, huh? Yeah. My runner up, uh, the sea girls out of the UK. Uh, they, they sort of popped up in my Spotify radar. Um, they, uh, some of their previous record, like, um, kind of came up. And when this one was released, um, it recommended one of, I think probably the single. I was like, Oh, that's really great. And then I listened to the next one. I'm like, ah, that's really great. And just every one of their songs on the, uh, 
uh, open up your head record. Uh, it's just. Now this is their debut record. Is that right? Is what? This is their debut record. I think they had uh, some singles before. Okay. But it's right. first long player. This is, I think this is, yeah. Um, I could be wrong on that, but, um, that feels right. I think that's no, right. Just, uh, they, they all sound the same in the best way possible. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, when you hear a band and um, each song sounds like them, yeah, uh, but they're all unique. Right. I think it's the best. The best way to do a record is all they all they sound like they belong together, and that uh, and they're just and they lead into the next one, and they're all. I don't know. It it was really a surprise for me. I'm I'm surprised they're not bigger. Um, well, I, I had never yeah, heard. I don't of think they charted at all. But that that first song, "Transplant," I thought was really good. Um, damage done. Um, but yeah, really solid, really easy to listen. I can kind of see how they would put them on your Spotify feed. Um, oh yeah, definitely right in my alley. Rotelli's sure. vibe, sort of. I mean, um, I think these guys are English, but I kind of uh, get that. A little less retro inspired, I think. Right, um, but I mean, just a four-piece, two guitars, bass, and drums, and really good songs. Yeah, no, it uh, was really a uh, revelation for me. It was really solid, and I will uh, definitely look into more of the stuff they put out. Yeah, I, for, I will for sure too. I'm glad you kind of turned me onto them because. I don't own that yet, but I will definitely look into buying that. That one and Jason Isbell, the two I want to look into more. And Jason's got a bunch more records, but yeah, Sea Girls. That's a good band. I don't know if they're ever going to be able to tour, but um, go buy their music, support them. Well, I, you know, the Fratellis have been, um, been on tour here recently, but the dates haven't worked out where I've been able to go see them. Right. Uh, but this is definitely one of those. If they came anywhere near, I'd probably go out of my oh, way. Oh, yeah, I would go. Yeah. No, for yeah, sure. Because they're going to play a, sm- a smaller club because nobody seems to be talking about them that I know no. of except you. So, no, they, I think they peaked at like number three on the UK albums chart. Um, wow. But, uh, yeah. No, no buzz in the States. No. Well, radio in the States plays the same stuff from coast to coast now. Everything's clear channel and it's all former Disney stars that are making records now. And that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that seems to be what it is, but I don't (laughs) see them playing Seagirls. Yeah, not for sure. Are we ready for the number one? Uh, Did you you talk about your Alice Cooper record? Uh, Maybe I think I'm going to talk about that more. The record store day. Okay. We talk about uh, we talk about that. But yeah, Alice Cooper did put out a record live at the Apollo Theater. It was a record store day only. So if you have a chance, go get it because it's awesome. That's all I'm going to say about that. Sweet. But my uh, yeah, number yeah. one record then for 2020 would be Brian Fallon's third solo album, Local Honey, which I bought because I've got his other two, and I think I have all of the Gaslight Anthem records. And I just think this thing was just fantastic. The only song I don't love would be Horses. It's only got eight songs on here. It's on 30 Tigers, and 30 Tigers is doing a lot of good stuff right now. 
I think the Jayhawks and Jason Isbell are in 30 Tigers. Are they really? But know. it's just, he always just writes really good songs. He's really uh, prolific. It seems like he has to write songs and does it all the time. For me, he was he was Gaslight Anthem to you know, despite what everybody says, he wrote all the songs, he sang the songs, plays guitar, and then his solo album's been really good. I don't yeah, even think he this really is was a solo record. But you think this is the best one? No. Oh, you don't think it's best no, one? No, I thought Painkillers was fantastic. I thought that was even better. His first uh, solo record I thought was very, very yeah. good. His last one that. was more hit and miss for me, but this one, I think it's a little more acoustic. Wouldn't you say? It's certainly uh, toned down. Um, yeah. A little more singer songwriter kind of reflective thing. Right. No, it seems more like a like a solo project than a band, you know? Yes. No, for sure. Like, he may have done this whole thing himself. I don't know. But uh, very, very good record. Local Honey by Brian Fallon. That's my... Favorite record of 2020 so far. Um, no, I totally agree. I mean, it wasn't my favorite record because I had another one that I loved more. But um, I think, be, you know, <laughs> from start to finish, it is an excellent listen. It is very um, personal and introspective, but very yep. accessible. And uh, yeah, it's and, no BS. It, he writes all the songs. There's not, you know, it's, it's not a band. It's not a, a bunch of Nashville songwriters. It's just him. And um, he's uh, just very, very good and good in concert. The only complaint I had about seeing him in live is I think he did either one or two Gaslight Anthem songs. And that's it. Come on, bro. I mean, really? That's all you're going to do? Well, you know, when <laughs> well, that's where, what everybody knows you from, you know, right. you're going to think. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Paul McCartney still has to do, like, half of his set still has to be Beatles stuff. You just, that's just what you have to do. You know? Yep. It, I don't know. It just seemed like he was kind of trying to erase that. And um, I mean, they're not getting back together. They say they're on hiatus, but that's what every band says now when they break up. Kind of because well, it's, open, it's not cool to break up. Well, the last gas, Gaslight record, I thought it sucked. And uh, yeah, it wasn't great. Came out with this solo album. I was very excited because it was so good. And uh, all of his solo records have been good. But this one. Um, since it came out this year, but be more nice. uh, acoustic, solo-y, singer-songwriter-y. Great record. Local yeah, Honey really, by Brian Fallon. Really solid. That's a that's a two thumbs up. My thumb and Kyle's thumb. Everybody should go buy it. Yes, go buy it. Support the good stuff he's doing. Yeah, support the good stuff. Exactly. Yep. It's more than what's right. played on the radio. Yeah, if you're listening to whatever's on the radio... Um, you're not listening to please, this. <laughs> please expand your horizons. <laughs> like, yeah, or maybe listen to the radio and listen to this and you can get some new ideas. We've had some yeah, reach out ideas. a little bit. All right, Nate, what's your you. big 
fat number one record of 2020. Right. Uh, I went to a Tim McGraw concert uh, a few years ago. I, I like Tim McGraw, but I'm not a big fan of Tim McGraw. Um, I went because a girl wanted me to. I was going to say, who um, dragged you to that? that? That wasn't me. No, it was not you. Thanks for giving uh, me a ticket for that, by the way. But I, uh, I, I, I knew you'd appreciate me not bringing you to that. I really did. Uh, than I ever got. But the uh, the opening act was a, a dude called Kip Moore, uh, who uh, just at the time had just one record out. Um, <laughs> whose big hit single was something about a truck, which is a groaner for me uh, because it is everything I dislike about modern country music, you know, yeah, your tractors and the bro yeah. country or whatever they're calling it now. I think that's yeah, even asked, but stupid thing. I don't yeah. keep up with it. Yeah. So I, I did not have high hopes going into that concert, uh, but he is awesome live, and the other songs on his record are amazing, and definitely more uh, rock inspired. Definitely more um, more alt country than traditional country, uh, and so I've been following him since. And this year he released a record called Wild World. Well, he's alt something. Um, he is alt something. I think to say alt country, if you think alt country is, you know, Uncle Tupelo, this isn't it. This yeah. is this is closer to the Nashville stuff. But alternative not, in the sense that it's not what you're going to hear a lot on country radio. Right. It's not Kenny McChesney or Luke Bryan or whatever. So I will give right. him credit for that for sure. Yeah. That is definitely different. Now he, 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 well, the other part is that he writes with, uh, with a team, uh, but his fingerprints on our, um, are on all of his, uh, tunes. And so you definitely get him and his vibe and it's not filtered through a bunch of songwriters. And, um, so it's all very, what's the word? I'm like, pure. Very like he writes with a big team. A lot of do- is what he writes with a pretty big team. Um, it's not crazy. I mean, the 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 one that has the most is a song called South, which is one of my favorite ones on that record. Seven people, um, that song. seven, two, four, no, four, four six. <laughs> Sorry. Six, Sorry. Six, six is not seven six guy. People write a song though. I you know, don't, I don't get that. I, he gives a lot of credit to his band. I and think the best song on this record is that first one that Janie blue where it was just him and some other dude. I think that's the best song. I like that one a lot. You think that's the best song? I do. Uh, hmm. Yeah. South. I love um, fire and flame. I love. And the last track, uh, paying hard. Like if you're, you know, anybody who, um, has made, uh, toy, uh, what's the word I say? Coin tosses, uh, with, uh, either relationships or, um, uh, 
any kind of money or with a thing. job or with yeah anything. So. And it and it turns out that you end up getting burned by that. You know, I think that song really, really touches a chord with probably a lot of people. I think he's close. But yeah, I think uh, Janie Blue is really solid. I thought Janie Blue was very good, but Wild World and She's Mine, honest to God, sounds like Bon Jovi. It really does. Like, um, Yeah, I'd give you that to like, you, for sure. Um, so it's not really country, some of it, but country music's not country really anymore either. If you listen to you know, the new Rodney Crowell record. And then you listen to Luke Combs or whatever. Those are two different planets. And yeah. I think Kip Moore, he may have got kind of lost in that, that first record you talked about where he opened for Tim McGraw. That was a platinum record. You know, he sold a mm-hmm. lot of them probably because he was open for Tim McGraw. A lot of people right. saw him like you, um, yeah. but, you know, and part of it's a business, but his records have been steadily selling, less i think he's kind of caught into that songwriter and record company i don't know what his record company is with uh, mca nashville there you oh, go yeah. it's one of the big ones so they may be piling people on and say this has got to sound more radio friendly and so i don't know what part is him he can definitely sing you know he's a good singer uh, that's the other thing is he's got a very unique voice a yeah very... Um, it's got a lot going on in it. Right. But I just don't know how much is him and like red, white, blue, red, white, blue, jean, American dream. I don't think he, is that your song or is that that something that kind of gets thrust on you and like, well, let me at least tweak it so I can kind of make it. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. He's not. That kind of stuff gets for me is just too, too close to she thinks my tractor sexy kind of crap. I would, I would, I would agree with that. Um, I think maybe there is some compromise with the, you know, the execs go up. And, okay, we'll let you we'll let you do your uh, paying hard, but we want a single. We want something right. we can sell to country radio. Kind of like you know that thing you do. You get one yes. cut per side, and then you will cover songs from the Playtone catalog. That's in your contract. And who knows yep. what's going on with that, with these big record companies now. And I don't know how much freedom these guys have. But he's definitely got talent. I mean, he, he can sing. And, I mean, some of his songs I like a lot. I definitely didn't like it as much as you did. But um, Well, no, I think that's clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I uh, every one of his songs I've liked. Um, oh wow! And okay. that I, you know, there really aren't um, any any artists that I can say that about. You know, even even Bernick Ladies is my favorite band of all time. They uh, they lay some stinkers in there that are just not <laughs> ones I want to listen to, especially the uh, last couple of years. I would say, huh? Uh, yeah. Although I will say, um, born on a pirate ship has two of the ones that I always skip. In fact, I don't, I don't even think I put them on my computer. That one's or on my, uh, I have that record and I don't know if I've ever listened to the whole thing all the way through in one sitting. It, it is really high highs and really low lows. It has some great 
great songs and some not great ones. For me, that's what this record was. Some some pretty good ones that I was like, well, I, I wouldn't have heard these before if you didn't put this on your list. So that's cool. And the guy's definitely talented. He's definitely got skills and he can sing. And um, some people, you, I don't know who you really compare him to. Gary Allen, maybe. There, there's some Gary Allen in there. Yeah. Uh, but Gary Allen's been a little back and forth on the on the in the country world like oh, you know, what is he rock country his last record was 11 years ago or something like that i guess that he put crazy. out a single and it didn't do well it went like number 64 and his next single yeah. didn't chart very high either and i think the record company said well maybe we won't put one out because he was doing fine for a while but yeah he had a couple records that were up there and part of it's the business i mean nobody really sells records anymore no, I think I, I think mean, some artists are really struggling with that, um, trying to find the the space between singles and, um, you know, trying to craft a whole album. Well, and I think some people aren't going to bother to do it. They're just going to put out singles. Uh, that's definitely true. I've definitely seen a lot of artists just do like little, little short, um, you know, two and three and four song. Um, or one, I mean, if they're going to just do them digital, just kick it out and maybe I can sell, I don't know, 20, 30,000 of these and maybe get some airplay, maybe not. But yeah. our whole album is expensive. And even though, you know, they don't need the big studios, they can do it on a laptop. But um, still, if you're writing all these songs and if this is your 10th album and you put out 13 songs, and you're only going to do two or three or four in concert. I mean, you're right. Seven or eight songs that you're never, ever going to play because yeah. they're going to want to hear your hits from your older catalog. And so I don't know. I don't know, but he's sure. definitely your best one of the year. It, it's by far my favorite. Like I, I just, it just fills me with, uh, all kinds of good feelings. So, and that's all I really can hope for in an album. That's all you hope for. Yeah. Some of you out there are really going to love this record too. Kip Moore, Wild World. So, I think you should, again, that, support support the good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Give them give all your money. Go to a concert when you can. <laughs> this is a sort of cohesive playlist this week, I think, though, because I know some of our playlists have gotten pretty weird. Kind yeah, of all I think this one's going to flow a little bit better. I think this one will flow a lot better. It's mostly uh, poppy, alt country, singer, songwriter stuff. So, And there's some rock in there, too. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't have any metal or punk or anything, so this will be good. This will be good. All right. Yeah, check that out on Spotify. Uh, let us know what you think uh, on Twitter at Umarov Podcast. And... Uh, that's been our look back at 2020's uh, best records, or at least our most favorite ones. Our favorite records from this year. If you guys uh, like what you're hearing on that, um, go check out some of their music. Go see them live when they come back again, or go buy some of their uh, back catalog. Go buy some of their merch, support their work so they can make more. Please do. All right, until next week, we'll catch you later. See ya. 